Mary. A baddie number three. Next up in the lineup, actually one of the original clients of Title I is Stan Frankham from Academy Mortgage. Academy Mortgage. And we have with us Dan, the grandpa realtor Taylor from Coldwell Banker. Coldwell Banker Realty. Fabulous. So welcome to both of you. Thank and you. And of course, Mary is my co-host. Yeah. Yay, Mary. Welcome. Oh, thank you. So happy to have you guys here. Today we're talking a little bit about more reverse mortgages. So Stan, we're going to pick your brain. Can you explain a little bit to us about reverse mortgages? Sure. The reverse mortgage is a product that came out to help people over the age of 62. It's a way to release equity in your home if it's refinance, or it's a way to put less money down if you're purchasing a new home. It's a nice tool. I think all mortgages are good tools. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think any mortgage is perfect. And in fact, I get to the point where a mortgage is a mortgage. <laughs> but this does have some unique features that I yeah. don't know if any other mortgage has this, this kind of features in it. Yeah, and I definitely think yeah. it's a specific box that you need to fit into. I know people had that fear back in the day of, oh, reverse mortgage. I, yeah. There was that kind of unknown fear about it. And I think it was just not knowing the purpose and what the tools, like you said, exactly could be used for. So with Dan, when you're purchasing a home that has a reverse mortgage, how do those kind of team up and play in together? I think the reverse mortgage is an excellent opportunity for people to purchase a home they want without having to to have a payment once they get into that. So it does take a bigger down payment than a normal mortgage would. But this way they can, in their later years, if they so desire, or earlier, but as long as you're 62 or over, and they use the youngest person in the household, the husband and wife, as age-wise. Correct, Stan? Yes. Uh-huh. And it just gives the opportunity to be able to not be tied down with that payment, but have the mortgage company make that payment for you. There used to be a big fear about reverse mortgages that, once mom and dad died, the house went back to the mortgage company. Tell us about that, Stan. Years ago, that was true. When the reverse mortgages first came out, they were proprietary loans, meaning the lender developed their own style of reverse mortgage that they wanted to do. And many of the lenders got a little frisky and decided that would be a good idea to put their own names on the title to the property. Later on, when President Reagan was president, he authorized FHA to endorse the new FHA reverse mortgage. It's actually called the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. So, Dan, you refer to it as H4P, standing for HECM, HECM, or Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. And he said that, of course, FHA does not allow lenders to put their names on the title. So it's just a lien on a home, just like any conventional mortgage. The lender just wants to ensure they get their money back. So... That, that's where it started from. That's why the hesitancy by some people, sure. past fears that were developed. But of course, now they're all insured and guaranteed by FHA that people don't lose their homes to the lender. Lenders can't come in and just take it away. All they do is want to just get their money back when they lend the money to people. Yeah. So, and in yeah. fact, yeah. we had the downfall in 06, 07. Correct. Yeah. So if your house <laughs> goes underwater, then you'll never have to pay more than 95% of the current value if the kids after the parents die want to purchase a home. Is that correct, Stan? Yeah, I think what you're referring to is the non-recourse clause of the reverse mortgage. Correct. So every mortgage I've had in my life up until I did my own reverse mortgage was a recourse loan. Every loan, whether it's a car loan or a house loan, is recourse, meaning that the lender can always come back against you personally. So when you sign for a mortgage, you sign it, I stand, Frank, I'm promised to pay back this and that. Correct. 
And on the reverse mortgage, it's not. The home alone stands independent and is the only party that's responsible for the repayment of the loan, which means that back in 2008, it seemed like 50% of the homes across the nation were upside down in value. People were walking away from their homes because they had owed more debt than what the home is worth. And the lender yeah. could file a deficit judgment against those parties in seeking the money that they had lent to those people. The reverse mortgage, you cannot do that. It's a non-recourse loan. There is no recourse against the borrower. You can't recourse against the estate. You can't, there's no recourse against the kids, any of that stuff. So I, in all honesty, could face my children when I did the reverse mortgage on my own home. And I could say that no matter what happens, if I live to 150 and my mortgage is now a million dollars and the home drops to value of only $20,000, they can never be stuck with the penalty. They're not going to walk away with any less estate value that I have for them because it's non-recourse. And so that is a very powerful part of the tool that I like for the reverse mortgage. Again, something no other mortgage has to my knowledge. So let's go real simple. Yeah. Let's, we talk about a conventional loan. Everybody knows that you borrow, let's say $500,000. You borrow $500,000 for, let's say, a 30-year conventional loan and you pay that mortgage off over a 30-year period, and at the end of 30 years, you're free and clear, the yeah. title. But on a reverse mortgage, walk us exactly through that. Okay. So a reverse mortgage does not amortize down to zero because it never requires a monthly repayment. So the advantage of someone who's retired 62 plus is that now we don't have that expenditure. Usually in our retirement, we live off our savings, our investments, and Social Security. And those usually aren't going to go up or appreciate a great deal in the future. So if I have a conventional mortgage on my home and I'm nearing retirement or in retirement, one of my largest expenses now is that conventional mortgage or that monthly repayment. The reverse mortgage comes and says, look, we will lend you the same amount of money, but rather than require a monthly repayment, we will just collect our payments at the end of the term. The term is when you no longer live in the home. So if that's at 89 or 110, it doesn't matter. The lender does not get their money until I've permanently left the home. So I've sold it or both myself and my wife have passed away. So in that case, then on a reverse mortgage, since the payment is never being repaid, then the balance will increase from year to year. On a conventional mortgage where a monthly repayment is required, every month then I'm taking from my savings or my investments or something and I'm making that payment. It's still the same type of a loan. One requires a monthly repayment and one requires just a one-time lump sum repayment. I liken it to when I first got in the mortgage business. An older fellow came up to me and he's, I just bought my home. I had a $100,000 loan on it or thereabouts. And he said, Stan, do you know that if you make all your payments on time over the next 30 years and never miss a single payment, you're going to pay about three times for that $100,000 that you borrowed? And I didn't believe him. So I yeah. went home that night, got out my calculator, slide rule or whatever it was, <laughs> and tried to figure it out. Abacus. Yes. And it really was where it was about three times what I borrowed if I just made that payment every single month for 360 months, 30 years, it would be three times the amount I've borrowed. Did well, your own amortization schedule. I, I did, yes. <laughs> and it shocked me. 
But really, all mortgages work the same way. It's just a lender that wants to lend money, and they do it for the purpose of regaining interest. It's a return on their investment. And whether it's a reverse mortgage or a conventional mortgage or whatever it is, the lenders are all acting the same. They just want a return and a guarantee they're going to get sure. their original balance that they lend you. So the biggest benefit, and that's why I don't think one's magic or one's bad or one's good or one's perfect, all mortgages work basically the same way. And that is, is that you eventually, that mortgage will be repaid, whether you do it monthly or at the end of the term. The only difference with the reverse mortgage is I don't have to make monthly payments. I don't have to worry about what, what's going on with the home as long as I pay my property taxes, live in the home as my primary residence, and keep fire insurance on it. I can never be kicked out. I can never, they can never come to me and say, Stan, we didn't know you're going to live to 99. We thought you were going to die at age 82, <laughs> like our amortization you know, yeah. uh, schedule show. And so I'm guaranteed I can live in my home no matter what happens to it or how long I live, no matter what. And that brings a lot of peace of mind, especially for people in my age group and older, that we now have a way to sit, hang on to our savings because we don't know what's going to come in the future. And I don't have that huge expense. So it's, a, it's really a cash flow tool is how I look at it. And I think a good thing yeah. you mentioned is a benefit, as you said, for your kids. It's a worry that you don't have to have for your children now taking on any other expense or a big lump right. sum or anything for yourself. Dan, how yeah. do you play into that with maybe having family members, like you said, purchase it? It can be any family member or it has to be an immediate. Is there any restrictions to that? Yes, you have to be owner-occupant. Owner-occupant. Yes. And <clears throat> so let me give you a, a story about one of my clients. That's probably been 10 years ago now, but they owned their home outright but they wanted to change. They wanted one to move somewhere closer to the kids. They also wanted to go into a 55 plus community so that they could have activities to enjoy with other people their age, but they wanted to travel. So they wanted a home that they could lock the door, be gone for two months. I didn't have to make a payment. I didn't have to worry about it. I've used some of the equity out of my previous home to cash flow, Like the bumper sticker you say that says we're spending our children's inheritance. <laughs> this way, that's only that piece of it. And yes, the loan balance does go up on your home, as Stan explained, but it gave them the freedom to move into a one-level home, if that's what you want, and have, turn the key, walk away. You don't have to worry about, did the lawns get mowed? Did my mail come in? What happens? You come back home and you're right back in lifestyle. It's also good if you want an active lifestyle with other adults to do things. So for them, it was the perfect tool. It was a heckam for purchase, as we've talked about. I've also got people that we've turned that want to just do a refi. They want to stay in their home. But there's a lot of people out there that are equity rich and cash poor because they don't have cash flow. So that case, we can pull some of that money out for them by having Stan do a refi. And they stay in their home. They still don't ever have to make a payment like it was when it was paid off and enjoy that. Especially well, if they have medical bills. Heaven forbid, we all know that's a good possibility as you get older. Yeah, and if you don't want to leave those bills for your kids, you can pull a second more, or not a second more, a heckam on it and take care of that. Problem. And take care of that. I think one of the largest tools in the real estate business is, could be the heckam for purchase or reverse mortgage for purchase. And I don't think people understand it as well. I've done many loans, but just one in particular that, that kind of placed the point in that you were just making is, 
he's a, he was a chiropractor. His body got beat up from working on people. You're helping them with their hips and that. And as we age, it's the hips and the knees and the back that always go. And I think I've got all three. But, but this chiropractor had lived in a big, nice home in Pepperwood and needed to sell it because he wanted to now retire or was forced to retirement. And they sold the home and they had $400,000 cash after paying off their home. And they were going to go buy a $400,000 home with it. And the wife came back after they went searching and she was really upset. She said she couldn't live in a $400,000 home after living in this really nice home in Pepperwood. She said, what can you do? And so we figured out, and at that time it was about, they needed to put down about 50% equity in their home. So she could go buy an $800,000 home or a $600,000 home, put down $300,000 that they had got from the sale of their prior home. They originally had, they had sold it. They had $400,000 cash. They used 300,000 of it and bought a $600,000 home, never had a house payment on it, and still had $100,000 left over to help with their retirement. Now, I maybe went through that quickly, but I've seen so many people sell an oversized home that they purchased when their family was young. They needed family room for the kids and everything. Sure. And then soon the kids move out, families of their own, and here's mom and dad or grandpa and grandma, and it's a really big home, and the maintenance is huge. Too many the yard's stairs. too big yeah. and there's too many stairs and I can't, my knees are out, my ankles are out, my yeah. hips. And so they sell it, but it's also a big cash influx where they can buy something for 50 cents on the dollar with the reverse mortgage kicking in the other 50%. They never have a house payment. And so often they don't use all the money that they had gained from the sale of their home. They still have cash left over. And in this instance that I worked with this chiropractor, they had over $100,000 left over that improved their retirement besides having a new home with no steps and all these other things that we look for. Now, most of the reason people will move in later life is for family. They've done studies on it. You move for your grandchildren. You move because your hips are out. You move because your knees are out. You move because you want to live with a retirement center more with people in your lifestyle and kind of age. And so... There are a lot of people in 2017, and I haven't looked more recently, but in 2017, about 20% of all homes sold in America were to those age 60 and older. Wow. So we know the market is out there, but the biggest thing hindering it is that people don't know what it is. And it's a little bit unusual to say you can buy a home with no payment. Definitely. Because we've mm-hmm. always bought cars and yeah. homes and yeah. anything else, boats and motorcycles. They always have monthly payments but this does not. That's so, so that's just great. an interesting thing. Knowledge now, again, is power. It's not magic. They're going to get their money. It's just, they sure. defer it to the very end. So our cash flows improved. And to your point, Stan, I find yeah. that most of the people that are coming to me are liking the reverse mortgage. Unlike their parents who they're trying to help buy a house who still have the old thought in their mind. I don't own my home anymore. It doesn't work. Yeah. I'm afraid of it. But the children understand it and like the idea that mom and dad can. And she didn't settle for a lesser home in the store no. you gave. Yeah. And that's yeah, what that's really great, kills. I'm going to move out of this home. Tool. I lived here for 35 years. And now I got to get rid of everything I own because I'm downsizing so much. Right. Now, that's not to say downsizing is bad. Right. But you give up that happy feeling of the kind of home that I want to live in or be yeah. around my children. It was her comfort. And her that's neat level. that it was able to work out. And that's what a great program. And I don't think, I haven't heard much about it. Right. I'm in this industry, let alone 
an everyday yeah. person. There's no way they understand that process or know. So this is wonderful information to get out there. It's good for people that want to <laughs> upsize and people that downsize. It yes. works both ways. We have loans that go up to four, six million dollars for the reverse mortgage. So we've got a lot of different types of mortgages. When it first came out, it was proprietary. Lenders did some goofy things. And that seems to have some carryover with older folks as well as a whole. But more and more, it's becoming more mainstream now. I see a lot of financial planners that just call me up, want me to help their clients. Because if you look at your retirement, you know, I don't know, but in my job, I don't get a retirement funded from Academy Mortgage. I, they are very generous with my 401k. Sure. But I live off then my savings of my 401k. Correct. And my social security and whatever else I've saved. And so if I can, by downsizing, if I wanted to move or had to move, I could generate some additional cash. Or if I need, wanted to upsize, I can buy a fairly nice home without a mortgage payment and go quite high and really do something very nice. Yeah. So it can work for a lot of different type of people. Without worrying about that monthly payment, yeah. like you said, really, that's a huge expense that you I've think about. Multi like multi-billionaires do this loan because they say, I'd rather pay the 50% up front. Now we're, and I'm just kind of using 50% as a rule sure. of thumb. It's not exactly that. Yeah. It differs for age and interest <clears> rates. <throat> but he said, I can do a lot more with the money I save by my investments than by me paying cash for my home. That makes a lot of sense. Sure. I've done it for people that have, I had a hairdresser all her life. Really a sweet person, but she had saved up a little bit of money and was able to buy a brand new home. And with the day she moved in with the reverse mortgage, she just cried. She wept and said, I could never in my wildest dreams think that I could have moved into a brand new home that was so nice and beautiful oh. on the living that I had made during the years that I was a stylist. And I had to agree. It was very fortunate. And so That's I've had some so really neat. good experiences on that as well. A lot of the defined benefit plans that we, my dad had, yeah. and a lot yeah. of the major corporations, my wife's father had a defined benefit plan. They retired with really nice pensions that right. were paying for the rest of their life, but we got away from those plans we and we're now into the now. 401ks, yeah. Yeah. which is not nearly as lucrative in the long run because you really have to put a lot of money away. Yeah. But yeah. and so well, and the one of the questions it's gone so up and down. Yeah, so, that's so, correct as well. It, so one of the questions that I would have is that when it w I know one of the fears that existed in the past is, and I'll address this to either one of you, is the children who somehow feel this product is not to it may be to their parents' benefit, but they don't think well, it's to their, to their benefit. benefit. Where does that come from, and, and is there some truth to that? I'll go back to the original days when the reverse mortgages first came about. And 1961, again, by the way. Oh, yes. Thank yeah, you. And then 68. Welcome. Yeah. And what's one <laughs> yeah. quick thing on that. My parents bought their first brand new home in 1961 for $61,000. Oh. And their payment was only $81 a month. We say only today. Oh, my God. They didn't know how they were going to make that $81 a yeah. month. Yeah. Well. So even back then when the old reverse mortgage, it helped save a lot of people going through that yeah too. probably i guess if we address end of life and if yeah. we compare it to conventional versus the reverse mortgage because at some point the loan will come due that's when both borrowers have passed away or they've determined to sell the home on a conventional mortgage then that's pretty easy the kids usually put the home up for sale or they want to refinance it and stay in the home or make an investment property or something those same exact options exist for the reverse mortgage you can either refinance it, keep the home if you're a child. 
it doesn't matter. There's no age requirement or anything like that. Anyone can buy it. And they can buy it for 95% of the fair market value at that time if the loan has gone upside down. Let me get into that later. That's specific. And I think you brought it up earlier, Dan. I'll get back to and address it. But end of life scenario, if I died and had a conventional loan, my kids would come in and probably want to fix the home up and sell it. Conventional mortgages want the money as quickly as they can get it because they want to obtain that money with and then re-lend re it out, reinvestment yeah. by lending it out again. They usually give people a couple months before they get real nasty with them. The reverse mortgage will automatically give the kids three months. The kids can then extend it for another three months by calling the lender and letting them know that they are anxiously involved in trying to sell the home. Maybe the market's down, they can't sell it quite as quickly, whatever. But the reverse mortgage lender is authorized to lend, give them up to six months. And then if the kids still can't get the home sold, they can appeal directly to FHA. will give them another increment of three months and another three months after that. So with the reverse mortgage, they literally could get up to a full year in trying or attempting to sell that home for the most amount of money they could sell it for. Possible. Wow. So they do, it is, if you just Impressive. look at time-wise, reverse mortgage has addressed that and yeah. given a benefit to the children. Very generous. Generous yeah. within that side of it. And again, they can buy the home outright for the loan amount and then the home is theirs. So they don't really have to worry about title or anything. Everything is theirs. They don't have to worry about it, just like the conventional mortgage. Now, in the event that we see 2008 again, and this is rare, I wouldn't expect. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, who knows. Yeah. But in the event where we see mortgages that are far greater than the value of the home, what happens in that instance at end of life? On a conventional mortgage, if, I'll just use some numbers so we understand it. <coughs> If, let's say the mortgage was like $800,000 and the home was only worth $500,000. And if the children wanted the home, the conventional mortgage would say, you pay off the mortgage of $800,000 and you can have the home. There's not very many kids that want to pay $300,000 more for the home. Correct. The reverse mortgage says, no, you don't have to pay the $800,000. In fact, if you pay 95% of the fair market value, and in my head, I don't know if that's 400,000 or 500,000, I don't know what it is. But if they pay that 95% of the fair market value, they can have the home. So again, the reverse mortgage does address that if the mortgage is upside down, they let the children buy the home, not for the 800,000, not for the 500,000 fair market value, but for 95% of the fair market value, whatever that amount Now that's was. shocking. It is. Shocking yeah. the good yeah. for the consumer. Wonderful. I'm so shocked that I hardly can believe it. But it is true. You're telling me. It is. It's FHA. FHA, yeah. when they come out with this program, because it's so different from the proprietary loans, they want to make sure and they know that if I as a parent feel like I'm going to ruin my kids over this mortgage, a lot of people wouldn't do it. I, I've been in homes where people, and this is really far to the left, as far as experiences I've had, but she literally just didn't have any food in her house. And she just wanted to make sure she left her kid, her children, some money by the sale of her home when she died. As I, she opened up her cupboards to show me something and all she had was cans of dog food. Mm. Now, I'm not saying she ate it, but I don't know. But some but, of them aren't bad. <laughs> with a little bit of juicy fruit. That's right. A little that's bit right. of juicy fruit. That, kib that kibble can be pretty crunchy and good. I think, though, that's the older generation that 
that wanted so much to leave something to yeah. their children. That Definitely. They would go without. I think just in the years I've been doing this, and I've been doing reverse mortgages only since about 2000, but I've seen shift to where, even in myself, I'm more inclined to do things for the protection of my wife, and I have a handicapped son at home. I want to make sure their lifestyles are protected, not necessarily my children who are married and have jobs and are gainfully right. employed. Now, I don't want to yeah. ever hurt them. I would never take on debt that could hurt them. But my biggest priorities are my own wife and my son that lives at home. And I kind of see that shifting more and more on a mental level where people are saying, we got to get ourselves through and not be a burden to our kids than worry about trying to leave them, you know, a million dollars or something. It doesn't seem to enter in our thought process as much. Huh. On the financial side of it, when I work with financial planners, they're very interested in it because here you have your largest asset. And most of the time, people have paid it down to a hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand dollars, or even free and clear. And they have this huge amount of equity that if they don't do something is just locked up. Now you can always go get a HELOC, home equity line of credit. And I think they're great. I, I'm not trying to say anything negative Take about away them. from that. Yeah. Because each loan has its purpose. But if you're an older person and you're trying to stay away from monthly debt, a home equity line of credit doesn't help you. Now I've encouraged people to go get a HELOC before instead of a reverse mortgage. And it's because I think where we get in trouble so much as mortgage loan officers or planners or whatever we call ourselves is that when we try to force one tool on everybody, mm -hmm. and I think there's a hundred different type of loans out there. I can't keep up with ones Academy has, but I think they're there for a reason. And if we look at the people's situations, and that's what I tell them, if I can tell you what a reverse mortgage is and what it does and how it does it, you're smart enough to know if it's going to work if for that's you. Correct for you that's correct. That's really not. the most important thing. Right. But each loan has its own purpose. And as we line that up and help people, that's when we're doing the most good. And that's back to you, Dan, is that's where I see we're not taking advantage enough of the reverse purchase program. In my mind, I can see it doing so much good for people, either by upscaling their home or by downsizing it and walking away with a lump sum of money to help them again in retirement. And just looking at the numbers never hurts anybody. You can always look at numbers and yeah, take a look at it. I want to go back to Scott's question, then I'll talk about that for a yeah. second. Mm -hmm. but, but if you look at a graph, yes, the bottom line is, as you pay down a conventional mortgage, it, your balance goes down. Right. On a reverse mortgage, that is going to go up a little bit each month. So they're going the opposite directions. But mom and dad have had that yeah. use of the money. They could use right. yeah. Or paid off medical bills, which sure. if you make minimum payment on a medical bill or a credit card, you never pay it off in your whole life. Okay. So if the children want to be snippets about it i use that kindly because i'm a children too and a father and a grandfather but i figure i raised my kids for 20 years now they don't need me to take care of them for the next 70 years but i don't want to leave them as a burden as stan said right. that, that, that's and something that's that's, uh, that crosses my mind now even at my age at this point i know my parents weren't a burden on me and nor was my wife's parents burden yeah. on me and that was a great blessing and they all four of them definitely passed. but never once did i have to house them worry about them because they had financially put themselves in the position and for some children 
that's the bi biggest blessing of a reverse mortgage, that they're not going to have well, to worry about paying the mortgage yes. for their parents. I've had a lot, I've met with a lot of families where we get together and they're look, just analyzing, looking at options. One of the options is for the family members to step up and cover the house payment. And I think that's great. I have no, I think that's wonderful if the children can do that. Often though, the kids come back and say one or two of the different family members can't do that. And then that puts them in a difficult situation where then Correct. others have to pay more. Some and then can, what, what about cannot. splitting the home and causes some family dissension possibly yeah we've i've seen that and so it can be a good way to help people and again it's not the only way there's just different ways that people should look at and try to understand and see what's best for them and yeah. so back to your other question yeah how do we promote this among the senior group out there or even among their children right because, correct yeah because we can do that but the problem you have is most people when they think about buying a home we have this little set pattern First, go to a lender, get pre-approved. That lender is not going to tell me anything about reverse mortgages because they probably don't do them or they have no experience with them. And then you go down that path and you're locked into the norm. Right. So as realtors, we need to be educated and we need to put the word out there because we are on the front line starting out doing this. Most of them have no clue about it. We've got a lot of great agents out there, but we don't always know everything we need to know about everything. And that's why I'm excited to be here and help promote this because I've been a believer for a long time. And I think for purchase is the new secret that's being kept. We need to get the word out. You can actually yeah. buy a nicer home or retain your cash flow with your money. So that this example Stan gave, they was able to put 300 down and buy a $600,000. Yeah. What if they found a $400,000 house they love and now they have 200,000 yeah. Pay off bills, sure. go on the cruise, yeah. have a party, take their kids on a cruise, enjoy them. I'd rather spend my money with my kids while I'm here than send them on cruises after I die. And I yeah. have heard that a lot. A you lot know? of people say, this is too much work for me, this. I have too much yard, but where am I going to go? I don't want to have yeah. another payment. <clears throat> yeah. I can't take on another payment at my age. And yeah. that that plethora of information is just, it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Absolutely. great so, to get out there. I think it's our job to... Stand up and shout from the rooftops. This is a good product. Yes. And it can be a excellent yeah. It's certainly one that I would think that people would just want to take a look at. Just weigh their options. If it works for them, great. If not, they haven't done Correct. anything. Correct. Just like Nothing's you said. Yeah. For everybody. Yep. Talk about Absolutely. it. Put the numbers down. It's yeah. not obligating you to anything exactly. permanently. It's putting everything on your plate, putting everything on your menu, knowing what's there for you and what best fits you. That's what I think. Well, yeah. One of my mottos yeah. is that knowledge is power. Great. Love and I'm that. not a salesman. I'm an advisor. Yeah. So I advise people with all the information I can give them. So when they make a decision, it's the most informed decision they can have. And part of that needs to be Heckums. And that needs to be for yeah, everybody definitely. because everybody, one thing about us, we all grow older every day. Scott <laughs> grows older than most of us. But we grow yeah. older every day. So sooner or later, maybe that works for you. Definitely. 30 years, 40 Never years know. from now. You yes. Know? Absolutely. Yes. Here we, we call this podcast the Home Team Advantage because we're all about work. And in this yeah. industry, it seems like we've got two professionals here Wonderful. from both sides that understand the importance of the reverse mortgage. I don't know about you, Mary, but I've been, and even at my age, I've been highly informed by what I've heard. I agree. Today. I agree. And so also, I actually think it's, I grew up with hearing some negative things about yeah, reverse absolutely. mortgage yeah. at my age, and I'm sure you guys felt the same way. We're Mary, not quite as old younger. as you, but we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I put my parents in play because even through this experience when we were talking, I remember my dad was working one to two to three jobs sometimes raising four kids and my mom couldn't work. She had four kids she had to take care of. So it's fun. My dad definitely didn't have as much to put aside. Like I know they maybe would have wanted to, but at that point, raising four kids, he didn't have time to put money aside back then. Back in the 80s, no way. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I think one of the fears you have as you grow older is that you're going to lose your house. Sure. And that really is the big thing. It's, hey, you start thinking once you hit... Your age, Dan, where yeah. you're <laughs> where you're just kind of going, hey, I want to make sure, and I believe you're right, yeah. Stan, when you talk about thinking about your wife, and if you have kids that are still dependent upon yourself, you start thinking about that, and you start thinking, when you reach a certain age, you never know what tomorrow will bring, and you'd like to be secure in knowing that you have a place for your family, your wife to stay. It just brings some peace of mind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That and is I, huge, though. Yeah. I, and I, again... I think there's many different types of loans. Look at them and just see one that works for them. And if it's a reverse, great. That's wonderful. Dan can help them. Absolutely. It may may or not be. But like we said, I have the knowledge to make an informed decision. Yeah. I I have been impressed with just this vast amount of knowledge here, mostly because you're adding to mine vast amount of knowledge that I have from how long I've lived. How, Been enlightened. How do you keep your head from exploding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's so much knowledge in there. <laughs> so much. But anyway, thank you so much, Stan and Dan. Appreciate for, you being no, here yeah, with us. Uh, talking about yep. these important products. and We're just happy to get that information yeah. out there. <laughs>